Looking for a new 1500 Silverado? Shop Beatty Chevrolet and get 2.9% APR for 72 months on a new 1500 Silverado. Yes, 2.9% for 72 months. Or, if you want a new car and a Chevy Malibu fits your lifestyle, check out Beatty Chevrolet's Malibus under $25,000 till the end of the month. And as always, buy with confidence with the Beatty Warranty for Life. Beatty Chevrolet on Parkside Drive, online at BeattyChevrolet.com. Beatty Chevrolet, locally owned and operated for over 90 years. This is hour number three of Josh and Swain. Thank you for being with us. One hour to go, and then Sports Talk will take over coming up at 3 o'clock. Alongside VFL, former Tennessee wide receiver Jason Swain, I'm Josh Ward, and it is time, beginning our final hour, to hop on the sleigh ride. Another VFL, Ron Slay, Tennessee basketball legend, host on 3HL in the afternoons in Nashville on The Zone, and an analyst, including tonight, in SEC Hoops action with the SEC Network. Ron Slade, the, the bio is too long for the introduction. It keeps growing. Good afternoon. How are you? <laughs> hey, that's good, man. I so hope I so hope that, that bank account keeps growing like Swain's, <laughs> man. They just keep on throwing them out there. Throw them names out there, Josh. That's helping me. No, it's growing in the opposite direction. <laughs> man, man. In the opposite direction. Man. I'm, I'm in the negative, man. I ain't like you, Ron Slade. You got the big bucks over there. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm, I can't wait to get back in the black. I've been in the red the last four years. I can't wait to get in the black. <laughs> Ron, Tennessee basketball was very eager to get back into the win column. They did this past weekend. Now it's against South Carolina. So there is the the caveat. It was also by 40 points against South Carolina. Now Arkansas, then Auburn on Saturday. What did you think this weekend with Josiah coming back? And what is the pivot? What, what is the move into this week that you're looking for from Tennessee? Man, I, I loved what they were able to get out there and do. I honestly didn't think that they would win by that much. So, um, um, I, I thought that, you know, guys would get their feet wet. They'd get back um, acclimated with uh, um, Josiah being back in the game. But, dang, whew, they came out like gangbusters. And I do think it was a a mismatch, you know, when it came to that game. You know, they were a little bit more physical than South Carolina could ever think about being. So, they played that into their hand. They got to they gotta continue to do that going into this Arkansas game. Um, Josiah brings a different a different mentality to the team. You know, um, look at it and talk about the leadership, the things he can do by guarding multiple positions. So when you when they go small, when Tennessee goes small, he checks off onto a four man and they don't back him down easily. He makes them he makes them um, catch the ball in places that they don't want to, and they can't back him down. So that bodes well. And then you put him on the wing, he's a smaller guy. He can stay with him, and he can also post up. So it's going to be good watching them go forward, um, getting ready for this Arkansas game. But 40 points, man, that's a whole lot of points. <laughs> so yeah. if they, they can carry a, a little bit of that over, things are going to be fine. big thing about that South Carolina game, Ron, is Tennessee only had four turnovers as a team. Had yeah. plus 10 in the uh, possession margin because South Carolina had 14 turnovers. You look at Arkansas, that is 10th according to Kim Palm in defensive efficiency. They got Nick Smith back, who is a long wing, who's super athletic. You have a taller point guard and, and Anthony Black. You got some dogs on that perimeter for Arkansas defensively. And, like, front line, they're athletic too. I mean, how, mm-hmm. how important is taking care of the basketball tonight for, for Tennessee to get this win? Huge. It's huge. You don't want to give any free opportunities for Arkansas to get out and run and transition. For that, like, 
You put Ricky Council in, in transition with Nick Smith, man, mm-hmm. that's a duo. I can guarantee you playing on the next level, and you're going to see a highlight. And, that, and that's a promise. So you got to take care of the ball. It's, you can't give them opportunities like that. You got to make them shoot the ball, shoot contested threes, cut the driving lanes off, because if you don't, that's playing into their hands. Like they want to come downhill, going to the basket, making contact, and getting the officials to get them to the foul line. So it's going to be difficult. And like you said, the front court, they're not shabby. You know, they're not guys that, that score a lot, you know, in the Mitchell Twins down there. But, man, they show all beefy. And they can get down there when the when the guard, Anthony Black, breaks a guy down, drop it off, they can finish. So keep them out of the lane is going to be key. Make sure you just contest threes. They're not a great three-point shooting team. If you can just keep them to, like, what, five, six threes, everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. You play for your strength. Uh, Ron, you know, today is just a beautiful day in Knoxville. I think it's a perfect day for a pig roast. Uh, tonight, Arkansas is <laughs> coming in town. I just want to know, man, it's National Pancake Day. Josh Ward doesn't like syrup on his pancakes. We're going to do a pig roast. lost his mind with that. I know. He, I don't know, man. I don't know. But we got a pig roast going on tonight. Are you a barbecue with barbecue sauce or without barbecue sauce? I'm asking for a friend for tonight. Oh, man. I'm going to tell you <laughs> – I'm gonna tell you the truth, man. I'm I'm a sauce guy. I okay. call myself the sauce boss. Okay. So regardless how good the barbecue is, I'm not gonna if, if the barbecue's really good, I ain't gonna sauce up it. I ain't gonna sauce up the barbecue. I'm gonna dip my barbecue just for okay. a little bit of extra taste. But if it ain't really good, I'm gonna pull all my sauce onto the barbecue and it's still gonna be good. So I waste not want not swing. So, uh, Ron and I are pretty much aligned there. It, it appears uh, not sitting at the same pancake table, but the barbecue table, I think Ron and I can sit side by side. I've got to have sauce. But I, but listen, I'm, I'm a sauce on everything. Me and my, the first time I met my pops, we were at a barbecue, and I stopped talking to him because he used all the ketchup. That's how much sauce I'm involved. Oh, yeah. You serious right. about it, Ron? <laughs> no, it's, it's serious, Wayne. I ain't playing no games when it comes to some sauce, man. <laughs> so now we know. Now hey. we know. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you right now, Swain, check this out. Thanksgiving dinner was served, and they didn't have the cranberry sauce I liked. While everybody else ate, guess what I did? Went to the local store, <laughs> found two or three stores to get me some cranberry sauce. It had to be the cranberry sauce in the can. I'm a sauce guy. I feel you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm the condiment <laughs> king, too, man. I got to have them condiments. I got you. So a got quick sleigh ride man. to the store to make sure that the meal's taken care of correctly, properly. Got to be. It's only right. I like it. I like it. We're on the sleigh ride right now with Ron Slay. He'll be on the call for Mississippi State tonight. That's a team that's been charging a little bit here recently against South Carolina, Tennessee at home tonight against Arkansas. We'll continue the conversation on the sleigh ride, sleigh ride with Ron Slay presented by Native Design and Hardscape. NativeTN.com is the website to see the work that they've done. NativeTN.com as they're making backyard dreams come true. They can help you with your business outdoor space. Jacob Dunaway and company will take care of you. Native design and hardscape making the sleigh ride happen. Ron Sleigh continues right here on Josh and Swain on 99.1, the sports animal.
Thank you for being with us here on Josh and Swain. You can go back and listen anytime, anywhere. Search Josh and Swain anywhere you listen to podcasts. Apple, Spotify, also the WNML app, which is a free download. We continue on the sleigh ride. Every week we talk to VFL, Tennessee basketball legend Ron Slay. He'll be on the call tonight from Mississippi State in South Carolina. 9 o'clock tip, same time, Tennessee at home against Arkansas. It's also the last day of February. Ron, it's the last week of the regular season for Power 5 teams. Mid-majors are starting up some of their tournaments today. How does the mindset have to change? We spend so much time talking about getting ready for this time of year. Well, this time of year is here. How, how does the mindset have to change now for the players? Be healthy. and it's, you got to be healthy. Be healthy, and, and, and it's all it's, – Everything on the line. Like, <laughs> there is no tomorrow. You got to switch that mindset to you got to pay a close attention to detail. Everything the coach has been telling you, the leaders, the captains been telling you, you got to be ready to roll with it. If you're not, then you might as well go and put your jerseys and stuff in mothballs because it's going to be over with. How do you handle the emotions of senior day? A lot of guys uh, will be honored today. There's still an opportunity for some of those players to come back next year because of extra COVID year, but – how do you manage the emotions of senior day against a team that, like, they could beat you? And coming into the season, yeah. probably uh, folks thought that Arkansas would have a chance to win the league in the regular season, but they've had some injuries. But from a talent standpoint, they they probably have more NBA talent than than, than you. So how do you handle the emotions of senior day? Yeah, man, I, I went into it with the sole mindset of there's no way. There is no way I'm losing on senior day. The last time I'm in this arena, I will not be a loser. And that's exactly what I stood on going into it. We we actually were playing Mississippi State, and they had a better team than us. They had Derek Zimmerman, um, Tim Bowers, Mario Austin. Like, they had, a, they had a squad, man. And it wasn't no way I was going out like that on senior day. So it was emotional, but I remember looking over there at their bench while I was taking it all in from the crowd. And, man, I immediately snapped back while I was in the center court. Like, all right, y'all, come on, y'all. We take these pictures after the court. Like, let's let's get it on. I'm out here crying and stuff, man. We got a game to play. You know what I mean? So, scurried that alone, man, and got locked back in on the game. And we went out there and got that dub. So, you got to be locked in, man, because the emotions can take you over, especially four years, maybe five years. You done poured your all into it. And one thing about Vol Nation, they're going to let you hear it. You know, they're going to show their gratitude for you and how much they love you. You got to be able to hurry up and <laughs> hurry up and shift gears and, and get back to the grind. What do you think about with this group of seniors, Ron, who obviously they're not done with their time. They hope to have a, a big stamp on how they finish things up. And as Sway mentioned, potentially you know, somebody could come back too. Uh, multiple guys could. But when, when you think about their time at Tennessee, what do you think of? Man, I, I think about the good and the bad. I think they, they've, they've experienced a roller coaster of being really, really good coming in and then having a couple of down years, you know, and then experiencing COVID and going through that situation, um, having guys come in and one and done's leave, you know, they really didn't have to deal with that when they first, this, this class first came in, you know. You, you look at it and you're like, oh, man, we're going to be here. Then you get guys along the journey like Keon and um, Jaden Springer. You get Kennedy. Then you, then you start throwing in the – they went through the whole transfer portal thing, you know, when that started to be something. So you, you got guys that you've been grinding with all summer, then all of a sudden they bounce. So they they done with a – they dealt with a ton of emotions. I think they handled it well. 
to be able to keep things right there on the forefront and be able to battle back and still hold true to what you want Tennessee be, Tennessee to be. And that's a competitor year in and year out for the SEC, being able to have tournament bids. They missed that once. Um, but outside of that, man, I, I really look at this senior class as being a bridge. They, they, they've really been a bridge to lay the foundation, or keep the foundation laid for what's, what's to come. And that's, that's important moving forward. If you can't get that, then you really don't have anything to stand on. Who do you feel like needs to, to play well in these next two games to give this team a chance uh, to win the SEC tournament and have the ideal momentum you want going into March Madness? Man, I think the core group. Um, I, this isn't – with this team, and this isn't anything individually. Like, I, I remember last year we were thinking, man, if we can get Kennedy rolling, man, everybody else will kind of fall in line and people know mm-hmm. their roles. This time it's a little different. You need the entire team and especially those starting five to be able to play consistently um, each minute, each minute of the game, you know, and be able to bounce out of those ruts and, and carry on. If you don't, then you can be bounced real early. But if you do, like they did last year, I think that was the biggest thing. The chemistry all started clicking, rolling into the tournament. And that's what you want. Coach Barnes said that a lot last year going into the tournament. Um, and I think it's it's even – more important today um, with this team. You got to have all these guys whole. You got to have these guys clicking on one one page. If not, then it, it's gonna get ugly. Um, it's gonna get ugly. So I can't point at one person. If I, if it was one, I would say uh, Zakai. Um, but with Zakai putting that pressure on him, I think it's more pressure on everyone else to do their job where he doesn't have to feel like he needs to make a play. Um, to make a steal in the backcourt to, to try to spark a run or hit a big-time deep three. Like, just be the facilitator you are and the spark that you've always been. You don't need to add anything on your shoulders, but when other guys don't live up to the potential that they have, if Santi's not shooting good, if Josiah's not being a defender, if he's not being a slasher, Olivier's not scoring inside, then you start to feel like pressure that you you need to do other things and you start rushing. We don't need these guys to rush. We need them to be who they are and consistently be there. Ron Slay with us. We're on the Slay Ride. Thanks to Native Design and Hardscape, nativetn.com. It's Arkansas tonight, final home game. Auburn on the road on Saturday. Which is the tougher game? Is it Auburn because it's on the road? Or would you say Arkansas because it's probably the better team right now? Yes, the jungle. Ain't no question about it. Okay. Going down to Auburn and playing is, is it's tough. Arkansas is always tough. But, man, they – they got some young guys on that team, you know, and it's coming into Thompson Bowling. Um, you're coming off of getting guys healthy, so you'll be anxious and the adrenaline will be pumping to get out there and play tonight. But uh, going to the jungle, man, like they've all, they they really have more to play for than Arkansas does. I think Arkansas will be fine going into the tourney. Um, but Auburn, I think they get in, but they they need something to bolster you know, that resume a little bit, you know, they, they, they would help. So I think going down to that jungle, that's going to be – plus you got everything. It's a rival. You got Coach Pearl with Tennessee, so many different things, you know, and um, you, you got to be able to go down that battle. I think Auburn, the jungle, jungle's just different. We, we've seen the last two years Arkansas make a deep run in the tournament, may not have the best regular season record, but is there a team outside of Alabama – uh, obviously, we've been talking about Tennessee that you see from the SEC that could possibly make that that Elite Eight Sweet Sixteen run. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's quite a few teams. I think Texas A&M could do it. I think they they're a team that's been clicking, and we talk about guys playing as a unit and playing consistent. They're one of the best. Um, Missouri has the talent. Nobody wants to see Missouri, especially on a neutral court. Like the style that they play, the way Coach Gates coaches, it's going to be a problem for anybody. Um, right right here where I am, Mississippi State. <laughs> As crazy as it seems, man, they're a team that really nobody wants to see. They're going to sneak into the tournament. Not sure if they can make an Elite Eight run, but they can at least get to round two. Um, outside of Tennessee and Kentucky, um, of course they, they can. But I'm trying to think. The Elite Eight, Final Four. Give me Arkansas, too. Arkansas, Tennessee, Kentucky, and Alabama, and A&M. Those are the five that jump out immediately because of the talent, because of having guys at every position that not only can score but can match up defensively. And um, it's, they got some good coaches. <laughs> just You know, when you get in those tight spots and you got quick turnarounds, you got to have a great coaching staff over there behind you to be able to get that scouting report out. You got to have big people to pay a close attention to detail. And I think that's, that's what's in Tennessee favor. You got a veteran group that understands – how to go about getting to another game, you know, and putting the last game behind them. So it's going to be interesting to see um, those five teams, how deep one of those teams or two of those teams go. Yeah, Ron, if you're coaching a one or a two seed in the NCAA tournament and second round, so quick turnaround, Kentucky or Arkansas shows up as your opponent, how ticked off are you? Mm. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Man, you just saying, boy, make sure we get our rest, boy. We got to make sure we get our rest <laughs> because – you, I don't know if outside of the SEC with those two teams, you've seen another team in the nation like that because it's not traditional bigs that they play with, although they can play the traditional style. But, man, when they go one through four and you look across the page and the, the shortest guy six four in this whole group and Devo Davis, I think – and then when you flip it on Kentucky side, I think Reeves may be even six four six five, but everybody else, Wallace, Topping. Chris Livingston, then flip it to Arkansas, Anthony Black, um, Nick Smith, Ricky Council. Man, I'll- What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real. Because just business is better business. Visit JustCapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. If you sacrifice your dream for the sake of satisfying someone else, that can often lead to ongoing resentment, which then poisons a relationship. Subtly, slowly, but it does. And if he doesn't want to let you down, then your dreams matter. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. These dudes six six and better, mm-hmm. and athletic. Not just regular six six running around. That's a problem because you know these t- the traditional style outside of the SEC. Uh, maybe you get away with it in Big East, but outside of that, man, everybody else plays traditional guards. You may have a six two shooting guard running around. Your four man is a six eight stocky guy. Like you, can you imagine him matched up with Walsh or Toppin? Man, they in trouble. That's that's a head scratch all day. So, yeah, man, this. SEC pre- presents a lot of problems for people. And this may be the gift um, 
that keeps on giving right here with guys getting in like in that eighth seed, that ninth seed, that might work out for us because get some early upsets, man, and get some smooth selling going for these teams in the SEC. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of one seeds that's going to be real mad second round <laughs> mm-hmm. when, they, when they have to mm-hmm. see one of these eight, nine seeds that should be ranked a whole lot higher. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. That's what's going to make the tournament so fun. Yep. I think that's what's going to make the SEC tournament so fun. Like, imagine you got to run into Vanderbilt early. Like, that's going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm yep. saying? South Carolina will be a solid game. But you run into people like Mississippi State, man, the way that they play – like, it's, it's going to be Auburn who can get hot the way they play. There's so many different styles, man. They bring so much to the game. I think this this SEC tournament is going to be really fun leading into March Madness, which is going to be even more fun. Ron Slay in Cowbell country, Mississippi State tonight. As he mentioned, they're pretty comfortably in the NCAA tournament right now entering the final week. Ron, uh, you're in between shoot-arounds. Do you need to run, or do you have a few more minutes here with us? No, I can rock with you guys. I'll okay. rock with you guys. Okay, we have, we have more time coming up. Ron Slay right here. We're on the Slay Ride every week thanks to Native Design and Hardscape. NativeTN.com is the website. If you need help with your home or your business outdoor space, then you need Native Design and Hardscape. We continue with VFL Ron Slay right here on Josh and Swain on 99.1, the sports animal. This is Josh and Swain. Thanks for being with us. We continue on the sleigh ride. VFL, Ron Slay is with us. He's on the radio every afternoon in Nashville on 3HL on The Zone. He's on the SEC Network. We'll be tonight with Mississippi State in South Carolina. Uh, 9 o'clock tip in Knoxville with Tennessee against Arkansas. Senior night for Tennessee. Ron, we've talked about the seniors. How about a freshman that's been trying to work his way back, Julian Phillips, uh, from the hip flexor issue he's dealt with the last few weeks. If he's able to come back, what is the impact? How does Julian returning help Tennessee on both ends of the floor with what he's able to do? Man, him coming back is almost almost as equal to Josiah coming back. reason being, when that ball is hopping around, the reason they had 29 assists is because people that are used to the offense and understand the offense know what to do when they get the ball in their hands. It's not about the ball sticking or anything of that nature. Or when the shot clock's running down, you get a guy like Phillips with the ball. He's not looking to get it back to Zakai, and he tried to make something happen. Like, everybody's okay with Julian taking the ball to the hole or getting a shot up or whatever. That's the thing, man. When you're missing key guys like this, you got to be able to have these guys. And then he's 6'8". <laughs> I mean, that length and the way he crashes the boards um, offensively and defensively, it helps tremendously. It helps tremendously. And there's nothing like having a guy like, like him on the wing running that can go finish the way he does. So, um, and not afraid of contact, not afraid of going to the line. So it, 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 it's important. It's important. And then you get deep. You get deeper, you know, with your with your rotation and don't have to worry about guys being thrust in the roles and playing longer minutes than they should be. Um, everything just kind of falls back in the sink, and they've got to have that. Did you experience any type of injury that kept you out of some games during your time at Tennessee, Ron? Um. So I had I had a scope my freshman year. I came back in two weeks. Uh, yeah, my meniscus. Perfect. I had a stress fracture that kept me out for about a week and a half, if I'm not mistaken. And then um, the ACL. But other than that, like ankles and all that, no, 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 no. You got we got to we got to roll. We got to wrap this thing up and let's roll. Well, I asked you because when you have two guys. 
And Julian Phillips had the hip flexor, and then Josiah had the ankle. Obviously, it takes time for it to, to heal. There's a you know, physical hurdle you have to get over as far as healing and all that, but it's also a mental hurdle hurdle that you have to get over mm-hmm. to be able to play freely and, and react the way you're supposed to because b- basketball is a sudden sport. Like, you're reacting, right. sudden movements. Um, so how did you mentally be able to get over that hurdle? Because you had a scope that you came back in two weeks. I definitely believe mm-hmm. you had one, a hurdle there that you had to get over. And then you had an a ACL mm-hmm. uh, as well. So how did you get over that mental hurdle? Man, I, I, I basically, man, told, just put in my mind, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I wasn't trying to protect it or, <laughs> or anything. I was like, man, I, I really trusted in Chad Newman. Um, who's still the athletic trainer there? I, I trusted in him, and and I knew um, that he was never gonna put me back out there until he thought I was ready. You know, it was plenty of times I used to tell him like, "Hey, Chad, man, I'm ready to go." It's like, ah, come on, man, give it like two or three more days. You're gonna be better. I promise you're gonna be all right. And um, so I trusted in him big time. And when you trust in your trainers and you got a relationship with them, they know you, you know your body, and you got to be honest with them. If you're not honest with them, it's gonna be difficult for you to get anything, anything done because you're cheating. You're cheating yourself, you know, and so that's the, that's the biggest thing. Um, you got to trust in Chad. You got to trust in Big G to get get your body back right and know that you're going to be able to respond because if you go out there hesitating, like you said, Swain, that's that's a, that's trouble in, in itself. You might as well just sit down on the sideline because you come in hesitating and thinking yep. instead of just playing instinctively, that's going to hurt us. Yep, yep. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. Yeah. So basically, you said, YOLO. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, man. All in all honesty, dude. I man, I'm telling you, like I, re, I remember, I remember coming back from my ACL, and that was the first thing I thought. I was like, man, you know what? Because I went out there shot, and people were telling me, hey, man, be be cool, take your time. I was like, man, I did all the work. I did. Y- y'all said six months. You know, what I mean, I actually came back in like five and a half, and I was like, man. I did everything y'all told me to do, so why wouldn't it work? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm trusting in y'all, so it, I got that done, and I just said to myself, whatever happens is going to happen, man. We're going to ride this thing out. You know, yep. I can't control it. I got to go play like me. Yep. You only live once. YOLO. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ron, if, uh, if Tennessee's to beat Arkansas tonight, Tennessee will, will do what? what? What do the Vols need to make sure they do at Thompson Bowling to beat the Razorbacks? Tennessee won't turn the ball over. They won't have live ball turnovers. Uh, how about that? Like, it's okay to have a turnover, the ball go out of bounds. You get to get back, set your defense, which is, which is your calling card. But you can't have live ball turnovers. Passing the ball to the wing, they shoot the gap. They go down to two-on-one or two-on-oh, one-on-oh, and finish with a dunk. Um, you can't do that. you got to be able to contest um, guys coming in the paint without fouling. You know, this is this would be something that Tennessee does really well as far as getting in the gaps. They do a great job when they're whole, getting in the gaps and um, making guys leery of driving because so many hands in there when you come in there penetrating. So that's another thing. So protect the paint, protect the driving lanes, and do not have live ball turnovers. 
and, and make free throws at some point. Mm-hmm. Some point in life. <laughs> yeah. Some point in life. You got to shoot them to make them run. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, they ain't even getting to the line no more. <laughs> but see, and guess what? Guess what's like? That's another thing, too, that um, Josiah and yeah. Phillips bring to it. Think about how many times they get into the bonus because guys like them are putting pressure on them driving. Zakai, he's not going to get the benefit of the doubt a lot. Mm-hmm. Santi ain't really even trying to go in there. So you got those guys, those two wing guys going downhill, diving into people, going to finish, dropping it off to Olivia and guys like that. Makes a total difference. So that helps get you in the bonus too. Um, but, yeah, man, that's, they got to they gotta take care of the ball, shoot the ball with confidence, and, and everything else is going to fall in line. So three things, protect the paint, protect driving, get, no, no um, straight line drives, getting in the gaps, and no live ball turnovers. And then let Ball Nation do what they do in Rocket Top on senior night. Well, Ron, as we finish on that, the the uh, the hurdle. Speaking of obstacles, of working with one Jason Swain. So this was a question to us in the first hour. The key to victory tonight. Yeah. Swain's answer was no turnovers. So live ball. Yeah, his, I mentioned his, live ball. His face lit up when you gave that answer. Mine, by the way, was defend <laughs> was defend the rim. So I feel like I'm in pretty good territory there too. But Swain's going to be bragging about how he was spot on with with what. Uh, <laughs> The expert Ron Slay added that's to right. the show a little bit later. So. That's, a, that's a compliment to Ron Slay. I, I, I wish I could withdraw what I asked you so I don't have to work with, with Sway in the rest of the day and week on that one. My day is made. Thanks, hey. Ron. <laughs> hey man, I know Swain. Man, Swain ain't the type to rub that in or hold it over your head. He's not that type of guy. Not no, Swain. not a former wide receiver. Absolutely not. That's not in his DNA. No, it's not. <laughs> Runs, hey man, but I think yeah. that's it though, man. You got you got to have them big guys down there, man. But so to your point, you do need them not to show up if they don't show up in the box score. When you talk about Uros, yeah, you're talking about Olivier, you talking about Tobe, and they do. If they don't show up in the box score, they got to show up on the hustle charts. And that's, like you said, protecting the rim. Like discouraging guys to come in there, boxing out those Mitchell brothers. They only got two or three guys going to the boards every time. So that's the stuff that's not going to be on the stat sheet. So that's a, that's a part of protecting the paint, protecting the rim. We only really got one for rim protecting. That's how you do. So it's going to be hard to protect the rim because everybody don't want to block shots. But protect the paint, they all can do that. Ron Slay, VFL and analyst tonight with the SEC Network uh, on Saturdays as well. You'll see him in the studio tonight with Mississippi State and South Carolina. The Vols with a big one against Arkansas. And every week we talk to Ron Slay thanks to Native Design and Hardscape. NativeTN.com is the website as they're making backyard dreams come true. Native Design and Hardscape. Hey, Ron, thanks for the time as always. Uh, Have a great call tonight, and we will talk to you again soon. Look forward to seeing you on TV. Man, no doubt, man. I can't wait to have to call a game in Thompson Bowling because Mississippi State can't compare to Thompson Bowling. Yeah, well, when, when are you coming to Knoxville? When, when are you getting the, the TBA man, call? Man, Lord knows, man. So I guess we got to ask the higher-ups for that, man. They just they got me down here on the chilling circuit right now, man. I'm just trying to get it done. Well, it's senior night, but we, let's get you for a baseball game. Hey, hey, yeah. Lindsay Nelson hey, I'm right across that. the street. Yeah, make, don't put me in the booth either. Make me like a sideline <laughs> reporter type guy. There you go. Catch, <laughs> catching foul balls. You'll see, you'll see him. There's where the wingspan comes in handy. That's right. Well, yeah. That's right. That's our next goal. We're, we're going to make it happen. Hey, Ron, uh, safe travels as well. Thanks for the time as always. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it, fellas. Go balls, baby. VFL Ron Slay right here with us on Josh and Swain. We have one more segment to come. We're going to hand out our attaboys. We'll hit the power pole, and then Sports Talk will take over at 3. Right here on 99.1, the sports animal. Final segment, Josh and Swain. 
at Josh and Swain on social media. We'll see if we can uh, dig in a little more tomorrow with uh, reporting on NCAA situation with Tennessee today, tomorrow. That is a very awkwardly worded sentence. We'll spend more time on it tomorrow with some of the news coming out today regarding Tennessee football, the NCAA, and what happens moving forward. Yeah, it's hard to whoop yourself, man. Like, I remember growing up knowing I'm about to get a whoop when I got home or when my uncle got home and be like, no, 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 I got it. I'll get, give me the belt, I'll whoop myself. Give me the switch, I'll whoop myself. It's just not the same. Yeah. And I feel like that's what we're trying to do. Uh, as a university, we're trying to whoop ourselves and punish ourselves. Mm-hmm. And the NCAA is like, no, 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 no. I'll take that belt. Yeah, my, my sons are good at <laughs> trying to send the other one to timeout. But <laughs> when, it, oh, when times do, it, it becomes tougher. Uh, I got plenty of those stories for a reason. But I, I know Tennessee is continuing to mm-hmm. communicate with the NCAA. And you know, hopefully a resolution is in the near future. Hubert, by the way, uh, tweeted in, I'm being blocked uh, for going no syrup on pancakes. That'll be the theme of the Power Poll coming up. National Pancake Day. Before that, we hand out today's attaboy. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Don't remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy. Presented by Native Design and Hardscape, which made the sleigh ride happen this hour as well. How about a salute to the seniors who hope to accomplish more, obviously, before their time ends. But their time at Thompson Bowling ends somewhat unofficially because there could be some decisions to be made on whether to come back. But those guys being honored tonight and uh, their time in Tennessee includes an SEC tournament title. A lot of people never saw one before last year, myself included. It's the first one in my life, uh, and I'm, I'm nearing 40. So... Uh, they've accomplished a lot and I think represented Tennessee very well. Heck yeah. I mean, you kind of take for granted how well student athletes of the team you cheer for represent the university outside of just, just playing well on the court or on the field. You lose sight of that, especially when you see other programs having issues with off the field and off the court um, athletes. You look at what's going on in Alabama. You look at you know, what's recently happened at LSU with their football uh, player, you know, being arrested on gun charges. And so, not only were these players productive on the field and won, they represented the university the right way. Uh, I was looking at a video yesterday. Uh, Santiago Vescovi did a funny a vid- that, video yeah, yeah. that was hilarious. Uh, did a really good job with that, just showcasing his personality. Um, but I just think about. In four years, where these guys came from, they came in as immature, wet behind the ears, uh, little boys, and they're going to leave as men uh, because of the adversity they were able to uh, grow from and how Rick Barnes helped these these guys uh, develop as, as human beings. So they're prepared to go on and be successful. You look at the guys that played under Rick Barnes, they've done that. Yeah, Josh Mancuso, who did the, the video skit with – Vescovy, and when when Santi said he's asked who's your favorite comedian, and Santi says I'm still trying to find one that I think's funny. Yeah, that was good. It, it was well done. So uh, yeah, they they've represented Tennessee well off the court. They've done a lot of good things on the court, and of course they hope to do a little bit more starting tonight at home against Arkansas on Senior Night at Thompson Bowling. We hand out atta boys and atta girls every day right here on Josh and Swain.
Native design and hardscape making it happen. NativeTN.com, the website, making backyard dreams come true. I also saw, uh, we'll see how things play out, but front page ESPN.com, Charlie Cream does the bracketology for women's basketball, and the headline is Lady Vols inch closer to hosting as a as a top 16 team as it's taking shape. Let's go. So, Let's go, uh, Lady Vols. Some positive ESPN.com coverage for the Lady Vols right there. Let's go. Man, they, they had a sh- – Struggled there at the beginning of the season, playing some really difficult uh, opponents, and you had some transfer uh, ladies that had come in, and it took a while for these girls to play together. And um, man, they've had some rough stretches, but man, they have really, really uh, developed at the right time and blossomed at the right time. And Rakia Jackson has been, she's been on a tear. She's been on a tear. She, she ain't playing games out here, Josh Ward. So can't wait to see her play in the uh, tournament. A day away from the month of March, just a few minutes away from Sports Talk. As we get ready, we hit today's power pole. Captain, we're losing power in the warp engine. Nuclear power pants. What's up? I'm Kenny Powers. You don't know the power of the dark side. I have the power! With great power comes great responsibility. Full power, Mr. Scott. Getting ready for Sports Talk in just a few minutes. John Wilkerson. John, good afternoon. How are you? Doing quite well. Gorgeous day, isn't it? What a day. Uh, Tennessee baseball in action this afternoon. Appropriate weather to welcome Maui Yahuna to the lineup with uh, Charleston Southern, then Tennessee basketball tonight. John, today is also National Pancake Day. So for the Power Poll, which is presented by Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union, we have our top five carb-related breakfast items so a uh, number of options here however you want to put the list together would you like to lead us off with your top five why sure at number five that's where i'll go with uh, the day uh, the the meal of the day i've got pancakes at number five boy there sometimes there's just nothing better than a pancake and uh but i've got them at number five number four waffles waffles to me beat pancakes number three would be toast number two cereal and for me number one and it's good really any time of day or night. That would be a bagel. What are you putting on your bagel? Uh, all kinds of things. Sometimes peanut butter, sometimes cream cheese. Cream cheese with a, a little crushed red pepper. Oh, my goodness, it'll set you free. Josh is disappointed. He thought you were going to say air. <laughs> <laughs> a, sometimes a, butter is also fantastic. It's a trick question, John. Josh said that's too much. Yeah, John just put together his, a, a sub power pole. I like that. A top five options to put on the on the number one option, the bagel. Uh, Jason Swain, top five carb-related breakfast items. I'm going number five bagels, and um, I'm a cream cheese and smoked salmon type of guy. Uh, also, yes. also like the nice cinnamon crunch bagel when I'm in a mood for sh- some sweets. Uh, number four is pancakes. Number three is French toast. Number two is oh, biscuits. Biscuits, oh yeah, we gotta have biscuits. You can go with a sandwich, you can go biscuits and gravy. Mm-hmm. Biscuits is number two for me. And then number one, it is waffles. Chicken or waffles, that, that's my favorite brunch or breakfast meal. Let's see, uh, honorable mentions, muffins. They're always fun. Top of the muffin to you. Um... 
And yeah, there's one other that I had now I forgot. Oh, donuts. But I think it's more the pastry category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But always fun. Uh, number five, cereal. Number four, bagels. Number three, biscuits. Thought the same thing. The versatility. It yep. can be by itself. It can be a sandwich. Uh, it can be on the side. Uh, number two, pancakes. Uh, but I didn't waffle here either. Waffles, number one. I don't even think I worded that right. Waffles uh, get the number one spot from Swain and me. Bagels, number one from John Wilkerson. That is the PowerPole top five carb-related breakfast items here on National Pancake Day. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.